Hi there and welcome to Tailfire's Influence Lab. We've uploaded all the audio recordings of our courses here, but for the full experience, please head to learn.tailfire.com. Thanks and enjoy. Welcome to the fourth video of Understanding the Influence Economy with Ian Randolph, Head of Product and R&D at Tailify. So um, if you haven't watched the last three videos, please do go back, check them out. We cover the first two biggest challenges of influence marketing, which is how to find your influencers and how to probably collaborate with them. Um, in this final video, we'll be asking, how do you measure the success of those campaigns? So Ian, how do you go about it? Uh, that's a great question. And it's a question which is so often ignored uh, or, or missed out by influencer marketers. And it's absolutely crucial because if you're not measuring ROI in a comprehensive and accurate way, then you are, you one, you can't learn. Uh, you can't learn what influencers are really doing well and, and what aren't. And two, um, you're likely to underinvest uh, in the influencer marketing channel because you simply uh, won't be able to see the impact of what you're doing in terms that are, that are comparable to the other channels that you're spending on. So to frame this challenge appropriately, uh, I think it helps to go back to the dating analogy. So consider you found someone who you think could be great. You've had a great first date. You made a good first impression. Things were going well. And the question you need to ask is, is this going anywhere? Is this something which I really want to continue long-term? And the pitfall here is that you are seduced by vanity metrics. You go for someone who is... Um, particularly physically attractive or particularly wealthy or well-off in one way. And you ignore the factors which are less obvious and less shiny, but in some ways more predictive of success. Like, uh, do they get along with your parents? Uh, do they share your values? Um, how, how do they treat you on a day-to-day -day basis? These are things which... Um, if you're seduced by the vanity metrics, you, you might not pay sufficient attention to, and you might end up in a relationship which really is not worth investing in. Um, by the same token with influencer marketing, there are easily measurable and obvious things um, that you get out of influencer marketing. And namely, this is social media awareness and engagement. Um, you know, you get reach through influencer marketing the same way that you do for paid ad, and you get engagements the same way you can with a paid ad, although that's less there, there's, of course, less engagements on paid ads. And it would be, and of course, you can also sometimes measure uh, the end-to-end -end conversion. Uh, and that's something we would certainly recommend. But if you uh, are comparing influencer marketing uh, and paid advertising on the metrics that are most obvious and comparable, like, for instance, CPMs, um, influencer marketing uh, may not look that good because influencers uh, are, are not ad platforms. Uh, they are more expensive. Um, and that's because you're getting so much, you're getting the trust and love of the audience. Uh, you're getting the influencer's creativity. Uh, it's, it's not the same transaction, but if you're just comparing it on a CPM basis on who gets you the cheapest eyeballs, influencer marketing may not look that good, which is why it's very important that you look beneath the surface of the vanity metrics. You know, you look at the, the iceberg that's submerged underwater to find out what the real ROI of your influencer marketing is. So I know you've really spoken about how this is something called the untracked majority. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yes. Now, to, to get to the untracked majority, uh, let me first explain some of the levels of influencer marketing metrics. So 
the stuff which you're always going to get are those vanity metrics, uh, which is uh, it's very easy to and we highly recommend measuring uh, impressions, uh, reach, and engagements that you generate across every influencer post. Um, the, the next thing which we very much recommend uh, is whether it's Instagram or YouTube that you have uh, tracking links that are influencer and creative specific. So if you're doing a YouTube campaign, uh, this is using GA or another uh, link shortener to uh, put custom um, affiliate links or discount code links, if that's what you're doing for your campaign, which also we highly recommend, uh, on every video and uh, to put tracking on your landing pages such that you can actually see the end-to-end -end funnel of people who click on a particular affiliate link, go to a landing page and end up transacting for every influencer and for every creative. That way you understand the impact of not only every influencer, but every creative. Lots of folks take shortcuts on this and it ends up, you just end up with only campaign level metrics, uh, which don't allow you to actually learn. But here is the secret. And it's a secret which absolutely changes the game of influencer marketing ROI. And this is this phenomenon that we've discovered called the untracked majority. Uh, so ask yourself, okay, if you've ever watched an influencer marketing video or, or ever seen an advertisement, for instance, uh, have you, how, how often have you actually clicked on the ad and, and taking, which is actually taking you there and then transacted. That's actually the least common pathway to purchase. Much more common is you hear about it and then you might search later, you might search on Google, you might type the, the, your, you might type the uh, uh, name of the product uh, into your search bar and just you know, find out some more about it. You, know, you, you wouldn't jump straightly, straight through the path. And that's actually what Google found uh, in, in a study because, of course, they have the analytics uh, of everyone who's watched everything on YouTube. And, of course, they're not giving that to, uh, to, to, to anyone else because it's proprietary. But they actually found out that um, the number of conversions that were measured uh, from a given influencer marketing campaign through that, that common funnel, through clicking the uh, link in the description to actual purchasing, the actual number of conversions were five times higher than what was mentioned. So for every one person who bought through the link, there were four people who watched the, the video on YouTube, but then purchased separately in the same seven days. And of course, the convert, that was only a seven day conversion window. It could have been much, 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 much longer. Uh, or rather you could be much more conversions if you look at a longer period of time. And this is really exciting because if you just take your current influencer marketing ROI, which you're calculating through things like CPA, well, it's actually likely to be around 5X higher. Now, the reality is that the size of your untracked majority does vary. Um, we've seen it go from as low as plus 25%. So only 25% of more people go through, don't go through the link because the link might be particularly attractive for whatever reasons, or plus 1,250%, you know, you're seeing, you know, well over 10x uh, of people, you will see, basically, you can multiply your ROI by 10, uh, and it would actually be accurate. So it'd be very nice for us all to just say that our marketing is five times better and more effective than we think it is, um, just off of a standard metric. But how does a brand actually apply this to their specific campaign so that they're not just uh, 
applying a standard metric to their own housing. Now, it, it is so important that you understand or at least get some kind of estimation of the size of your untracked majority, because otherwise you're, you're, you're likely to underinvest or overinvest and influence your marketing, depending upon uh, some of the results that you're seeing. So while not everyone has all of the data of Google, uh, in fact, only Google has that data. Uh, it, it is it is quite possible to narrow down that window and to figure out what the size of your untracked majority is. Um, so what you want to do is you want to uh, look at the uh, from the launch of any particular creative or campaign. Uh, you want to look at your overall sales numbers uh, from seven days uh, from the, your launch, which is a, a pretty common conversion window. Although thirty days would be would be even better. Uh, the best thing would be to do if you can hold your marketing constant during that time so you're not launching any other major paid campaigns. But even if you can't, uh, if you look at the data, you can normally um, abstract out that noise. When you look at what that shift is, what that bump is, um, you can compare the size of your raw sales increase to the size of your measured sales increase. And that can give you a confidence interval for what the size of your untracked majority is. And you really want to measure that consistently because it will be consistent um, across, it will be consistent for your brand or really for the type of campaign which you're running. And this is something which we will help you do with Tailify. Um, we've seen this before um, and that's that's something that's really important because then you get to see really the full range of what influencer marketing can do for you just in terms of strictly conversion and behavior change. Yeah, I know in our videos with Luca where he is talking about um, how to become a category leader using influence marketing, he states this is one of the first steps that you should do is setting up and defining what is success for you and setting up the tracking processes. So although this is the third stage in this process, it very much starts from when you're first looking at your influence campaigns and that partnership program. So do you remember to include it all the way through? Absolutely. And I, I want to, I want to speak to how important it is that you set those metrics and you think about these metrics comprehensively, because the wonderful thing about influencer marketing is that it, it's powerful all the way through the stack of the marketing journey. It's great at generating awareness um, and it's great at tracking at causing conversions. But I want to stress that, the ninja skill of influencer marketing, the magic power of influencer marketing is in the middle, which is to uh, increase your brand preference and brand consideration. Because you know, you're, you, you may have a product uh, which doesn't lend itself well to direct response. You know, it may have a long consideration cycle, but what an influencer gives you that paid media can never give you is social validation. That credibility is really the most valuable thing that you're getting from an influencer. And that credibility, that preference for your brand in the context of the decision um, option space in which it lives, uh, might not be realizing conversions uh, within seven days or, or, or even 30 days. Um, and of course, from an awareness perspective, you know, you're, 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 going to get, you're going to get lots of awareness, but it won't necessarily be as cheap as if you were just buying eyeballs. So what we actually recommend uh, if you have if you have a campaign uh, which has enough traffic that we can do this, is that we actually measure or you actually measure. We can of course do this with you. Uh, the shift in preference that your influencer 
has generated uh, amongst their audience or amongst a general audience. And uh, we can do that, or it's possible to do that through uh, rapid surveys to find the influencers, audience members, and to understand what the impact of that creative was on uh, the audience's preference for your brand in that context, because that preference shift is really the leading indicator for everything that comes after that and is highly correlated, not only with transactions, but also with advocacy. You know, think about um, uh, young boys debating about what's the best brand of car to buy. You know, is it Ferrari or Porsche? Those boys are not, may never buy a Ferrari or Porsche, but they are going to be talking about it to all their friends. And that is gonna have a ripple effect, which is going to, potentially uh, you know, impact generations. And so that preference shift is some of the magic that influencer marketing does, and that can be tackled uh, rigorously through, through rapid fire questionnaires. I think that goes back to that point we were talking about in the last video about how you need to respect influencers as a media channel that's different yes. to any other, because yes. they do act as third party advocates for your brand. Um, and it's a completely different type of interaction and collaboration. Mm -hmm. So Ian, thank you for covering the um, first three challenges of influencer marketing, which is how to find the influencers, how to collaborate with them, and then how to measure those campaigns. Do you have any kind of final piece of advice for people watching of how to effectively implement these steps? Yeah, I, I would. Um, first, I'd like to give just a bit of motivation that um, if you look at the world of love out there today, uh, you'll see that most people are not happy. Um, it's sad to say, but uh, it's a hard game and it's, it's not made any easier by, by conditions in the world today. Uh, but hopefully when you see people that are truly happy, uh, it's, it's an inspiration in some way. You see that, that, that it's possible. And uh, the journey of influencer marketing is a really difficult one. Um, you know, it can take time uh, to build those relationships with influencers and with their audiences and to find the right one. Though, of course, we can shorten that process significantly through, through the technology and the expertise we've developed. But, um, you know, if you just look out in the world, you might think, no, it's not worth it. You know, lots of people are failing at it. But I just want to give you courage that it's, it's worth it. You know, when you find love, it's just the, the greatest thing for you as an individual. At least it has been for me in my life and my marriage. And when you as a brand find your core of influencers who love you and will advocate you and will you know, put, you, put them out there to, your, to their audiences who, who then become their own advocates, uh, it's, it's just an incredible engine of growth uh, for your business. Uh, and I wanna give you courage uh, and encouragement to, to, to don't give up on it. Don't give up on the channel because uh, for reasons mentioned in, in I think video number one in the influence economy, uh, it's coming. And if you don't figure out how to work with influence, then uh, those who do um, are going to own that space. Uh, and it'll be very difficult to, to get the credibility uh, that you need in order to get your product sold. So uh, keep on uh, and yeah, have courage of heart. The people who find love best have open hearts and it's the same thing with brands, you know. I think that's amazing note to leave on. Thank you so much, Ian, for your time. Um, if you're watching this, please do check out our other videos. Uh, we have lots coming and we will be drip feeding them as we go with guest speakers and people across the industry to better educate everyone on how to best utilize influence within your brand. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you for having me. In data science and technology. So by using the power of AI, you know, we have 
a team of people who are really, really literate in data and building those products, which help us uh, look at influence through a data and psychology lens. Um, what we also do is then we think systematically and we turn influence into a science. That means we approach it from a very experimental perspective. We always try and innovate, we try new things, we then try and validate the new things that we bring to the industry, which means we're paving the way. Thanks so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. Please do share and give us a like and head to learn.tailify.com for more content.